made me feel weird. Well, let me tell you, Mikey, that shit's not fucking weird. Or that shit's weird, not, I meant to say not normal. That shit is fucking weird. There's no way a dude should be asking you if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend if you're under the age of 18. Especially, especially if you don't fucking know him, right? That's so fucking creepy and so fucking weird. Men, don't do that. <laughs> Yes, my mama eat you like Jeff Dahmer. Say she on a period, let's make a mess, mama. I desensitize myself to it. I, 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 uh... I don't know, I went to great lengths. Never did I. Knew it would be this easy. Had a month that shit greasy. Yeah, be the nigga shit cheesy. People said I get my corner when I turn around. Oh, it's just measy. Everybody wanna get away from me because I got heebie-jeebies. Masked up like Michael. That game on the Halloween. What would you do with his sexual parts? I wouldn't even be on it or anything. How long ago did this start? So, let that stay right before you. But naked in your neighbor's pool, I stay stunned while I'm face fucking the decapitated skull. You ever seen that before? No freak nasty gore, I need asking laws. You was a freak show. What do you do? Try anything and you cancel, bro. I'm fixated on asphyxiating and breaking this little chick's neck like a pixie stick. The sick Satan worshiping bitches get horse whippings. I'm in the back, through the back door, slipping through the cracks, leaving the corpse, dripping the mortician of love. Sent from above, forced and treat her more. When she the more stingy, I become. Been doing this for more than a quarter century. I'm just numbing my dreaming. Is it real? Someone pinch me on the buns. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like wolves and kebabs right from Ennis? Get Ennis, boots, 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 get Ennis, get 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 Google, get 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 on the internet, you are listening to the number one podcast in the horror genre. And it is Saturday, it is well past five. Me and Dusty would like to apologize. We have been writing all day and trying to get tomorrow's episode set up. But it is Creepy Encounters Saturday, and it is going, it's a good fucking episode. A great fucking episode. A girl meets a killer and doesn't know he's a killer until she sees him in the paper. It gets wild. It gets wild. You will enjoy this episode. So we're going to jump right into it. Without further ado, welcoming to the stage, Dusty McBalls, the certified cougar hunter and your host with the most. So sit back. Relax and enjoy this beautiful fucking episode. Deuces. Thank you, Big D, for that beautiful intro. And like he said in the intro, 
It's Creepy Encounters Saturday. I know this video is coming up a little bit late. I apologize. I was writing all day and, you know, I just kind of forgot. Not really forget, but I was just putting it off to the last minute. But that's okay. Because I have a good fucking story. A really good fucking story. It's creepy, right? Well, I mean, kind of creepy. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say it's really creepy, but... In a way, it is because you just don't know the types of people that you truly run into within a day. Like, if you think about it, you meet and talk to so many people with a bunch of different personalities. They all have a different personal life. Like, it's weird. If you really think about it, it's weird. And this is one of those weird stories where if you ignore the other, you know, surroundings within, like, people's lives. Like, if if you meet somebody or if somebody comes in through the door and you're at a family's house that you don't know and they all look, like, disgusted by this human being, you know, it, it's one of those, it's just weird, okay? It's just fucking weird, right? And that's what we're going to get into today. This story comes from the subreddit Creepy Encounters with the user being... My, oh, it's Mikey. <laughs> it's just spelt out really, really long. I'm an idiot. That's funny. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump into this. So sit back, relax, and just listen to this weird, creepy story. Also, by the way, Mikey in this situation, in this story, is not a guy. It is a female. So just want to put that out there because... Mikey has a few friends that are females within this story, and it's not a dude, okay? I I just feel like I need to preface that. I'm probably sure, well, I'm pretty sure you could have picked up on that, but I just, you know, wanted to throw it out there. So, without further ado, let's get into this creepy encounter. When I was an angsty teenager, I moved in, well, I moved in with my mother and stepdad to escape a less than desirable situation. Because of the move, I was enrolled in a new school. This school was located in one of the sketchiest neighborhoods in the city. Everyone who resided in that area was relatively low income, my family included. We had a rec center near the school that was a hot spot for... Let's call them undesirables, which was primarily teenage boys wandering over from the nearby high school to cat called the girls. Lunchtime was my favorite. I loved going outside for chow and having sweaty teenage boys asking for the nasty, in parentheses, note the sarcasm, okay? Anyway... During my time at my shitty school, I made an array of friends. Ooh, little Miss Popular. Ooh. However, there was one person who became my best friend. Let's call her Blondie. She and I got along like, uh, what's a negative connotation? I was a people pleaser, and she took advantage of that. Blondie was nice enough but she was problematic. Sounds like my ex. Sorry, not sorry. Regardless, we were fast friends 
and thus began our very short-lived friendship. Over the school year, she mainly came over to my house since I was an only child. We usually had the house to ourselves while my folks were at work. However, she finally invited me to her house around the middle of the school year. I was super excited. I had always wanted to meet her family since they were always such an enigma. Blondie wasn't one to divulge information about her home life. All I knew was that she lived with her mother, stepdad, and younger sibling. I'm unsure if she was embarrassed or didn't care to share, but I finally got the honor of meeting them. And honestly, her family was amazing. They were kind and treated me very well, not to mention her stepdad was a phenomenal cook. The best spaghetti and meatballs I've ever had. After that, I started going to her house more and more. And you know what? I really enjoyed it. Fast forward to a month or two before the end of the school year. And it's Blondie's birthday. Her family was throwing a little get-together at their house. And I was invited. Blondie and I headed to her house after school. And it was really... In a, whoa. And it was a really fun time. Until near the end of the day. Now, I knew next to nothing about her biological father. I knew he wasn't really in the picture. He'd sometimes drop by and say hello. But I had never personally met him. That was until he had made a surprise visit to give Blondie a present. When I tell you there was a shift in the atmosphere, I kid you not. I could immediately feel it. And I was a dumb kid. We were inside the living room, eating some cake, and there was a knock at the front door. Blondie's mom answered, and her face, which once had a nice smile, turned into a scowl. If looks could kill, the dude would be dead. She moved aside, and this man walked in. I'll never forget how everyone in the room got tense except for Blondly, Blondie, Blondie, not Blondly, Blondie, who excitedly greeted her dad. At the time, he seemed like a normal-ish dude. Maybe a tad bit on the creepy side, but who am I to judge? Blondie introduced me to her father, and we shared some pleasantries. At one point, I was invited to get some ice cream with them the following day, which I accepted. I mean, I was getting free ice cream. Of course, I was going to say yes. He eventually left, and we all got back to eating cake. I had honestly forgotten about the visceral reaction everyone had upon seeing him. Maybe if I remembered, I would have said no. Anyways, the following day rolled around, 
and I went for ice cream with Blondie and her dad. I can't remember much from that day other than him asking me if I had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, which seems innocent enough, but the way he asked it made me feel weird. Well, let me tell you, Mikey, that shit's not fucking weird. Or that shit's weird, not... I meant to say not normal. That shit is fucking weird. There's no way a dude should be asking you if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend if you're under the age of 18. Especially, especially if you don't fucking know him, right? That's so fucking creepy and so fucking weird. Men, don't do that. Don't do that to younger women. You're making them uncomfortable, okay? And I know that there's... Maybe listen to this channel. There's some dude in his 40s, 50s, or 60s that actually does that to women. Like young women. Like 14-year-old women. Okay? Don't do that, sir. Fucking weird. Now, where was I? Where? Okay, there we go. I honestly can't remember much from my other encounters with this man. Nothing really jumps out to me. I know I went on with him and Blondie a few more times before my family moved to another city, and we lost touch. Fast forward a few years, and I'm attending college. I had managed to stay in contact with one person from my middle school days. Let's call her Teddy. That's the name of one of my dogs. That's funny. She had reached out to me one day asking if I wanted to go to a movie, which I happily accepted. I was balls deep in the big set at the time and needed a pick-me-up. A film with an old friend was just what I needed. I took the train to a nearby mall, and Teddy and I watched the movie. After, we headed to the food court and got some chow. We were catching up. It had been a couple of years since we last saw each other, when Teddy suddenly perked up. She asked me if I heard about Blondie's father, to which I said we hadn't been in contact since I moved. Teddy's face lit up, and she told me the most mind-blowing story my little brain had ever heard. She informed me Blondie's father had murdered a woman. Now, before I continue, she was going based on word of mouth while she was telling me all the details. Teddy had no news articles or police reports to back her story. She was told by a friend who heard from someone else... Whoa, hold on. She was told by a friend who heard from someone else, and so on. There we go. My enunciation sucked with that one. But what she said, but what, whoa, but what she told me wasn't actually far from the truth. According to her, Blondie's father had taken the life of a street worker. He got away with it for two years, and his truck got him caught. Apparently, there was something unique about it. Teddy couldn't tell me much more because she genuinely didn't know. I remember going back to my dorm and trying to Google for all the details, but I couldn't find a damn thing about it. I eventually forgot about the story 
until last year, 2023. I was discussing the craziest stories from my life with a friend when I suddenly remembered Teddy's story. After some digging, I finally found an article that described the crime. I clicked on it, and when I saw the picture of the man, well, words can't describe what I felt. Everything Teddy told me was true, but it was so much worse than what she and I thought. Out of respect for the victim and her family, I won't describe what he did, but he was arrested three years after he had taken her life. I can't find any information about how he was caught, but it had something to do with his truck. He was charged with manslaughter, took a plea bargain, and indignity indignity to a body, and only served seven years of his 14-year sentence. He had served half already because he was in custody during the trial. I looked him up again. Whoa. Rewind. I looked him up again not too long ago, and I learned some unsettling information which prompted me to write this post. He was released from prison a few months ago, and guess what he did? He killed another woman. From what I've read, it had similarities to the other murder he committed. This time around, he's charged with second-degree murder and indignity to a body. There is unfortunately still not a lot of information about the second woman, but both of his victims were mothers. They both were cruelly taken from this world, and I still can't wrap my mind around this all. I met this monster. I was best friends with his daughter. I don't think I was personally in any danger, but the fact I met someone capable of such heinous crimes, it scares the living shit out of me. I can't even begin to imagine how Blondie must have felt after learning of her father's crimes. Anyways, I apologize for the length of the story and how vague I was regarding the crimes. I know some of you really want to know everything, but it didn't feel right to share their story, especially since it had little to do with me. I was just the schmuck that was friends with his daughter. Also, I would like to provide any information about how Blondie is, but I can't remember her last name for the life of me. She doesn't share the same one as her dad. Regardless, thank you for reading. Crazy. That's bizarre. That's crazy. Imagine meeting like, oh, I just couldn't even... A real fucking killer. I haven't met any killers in my life. Not yet. I say not yet because, you know, true crime and stuff like that. I would love to go out and actually interview people that are serial serial killers and are still, in, you know, locked up and shit like that. I would love to do that. But I haven't met any yet. But that's going to be, oh, I can't imagine. I wonder how that feels. I bet it feels really fucking weird. Because I would feel really fucking weird. Like, dude, you murdered 
three people, bro, you're fucking crazy, right? You are fucking crazy. But that's it for this episode. I don't really have much else to say. This was a good episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Tomorrow, Ed Kemper. So fucking psyched for that. That's going to be fun. There's a lot of information about him, so it's going to be a little bit of a long episode, okay? And there's a bunch of interviews if you guys want to get a little head start or if you want to save it for tomorrow. There's a bunch of interviews that he has been, or I guess should say that have been conducted on him when he first got convicted and everything. He's weird. A lot of mommy issues. And we'll cover more of that tomorrow, but... It's getting warmer here in Minnesota. It's not crazy fucking cold like usual, so I'm so happy. This whole next week is about to be low 40s or high 30s. It's one of the two. I'm so fucking excited. So fucking excited. I hate the cold. This last week was dreadful. I'm talking like zero degrees was the high for a bunch of days. Like I think today it was like a high of 15. That is the warmest it has been within the past week. So... So excited that it's about to be decently warm. And yeah. But I'll see you guys tomorrow. Stay safe tonight, right? Don't want you going out drunkenly slipping and slamming your face into a fire hydrant and dying. That would not be fun. So stay frosty. Stay foxy. Most importantly, stay safe. Like I just said two seconds ago. Okay. I love y'all. Deuces. (laughs) 